You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to Two Chunks and a Hunk. Movie musings for mostly everybody. Hello and welcome to Two Chunks and a Hunk. My name is Jordan Wonders, and this week, I'm your hunk. I'm Doge, and that chunk was accidentally destroyed maliciously. This is pretty good, actually. I'm Carter, and hello, Fred. FYI, your dog has been leaving little chunks in my yard, and I do not appreciate it. That was also pretty, pretty good. good, too. Jordan, why are you the hunk? Tell us. But, but tell us as Gru. I'm just kidding. You don't have to do that. <laughs> that would be a lot of explanation. <laughs> would be really tough to listen to. <laughs> what if I was just like, well, you see, there was just the worst <laughs> Russian accent. <laughs> there was something wrong. <laughs> Dracula? No. Well, it is, it's like Ecuador Dracula. It's like so Ecuador? interesting to me. Oh, it was supposed to be bad Russian. So I guess Ecuadorian yeah, Narcos, would be bad Narcos Russian. got pretty weird, huh? With the introduction yeah. of Ecuadorian Dracula. <laughs> Pedro, what are you doing, man? Pedro Pascal's up in everything. Um, uh, so I am the hunk because we we lived through an experience that happens pretty frequently, um, which is a movie discussion turned into... Um, Something ha- at stake, really. Yeah, really. It's, it's just like th- throw down the gauntlet. Um, Right before we hit record on this, we were discussing discussing. We were discussing Matt Walsh, um, character actor, famous for uh Veep and uh apparently Elf, which I found out. Yeah. Uh, a couple other things. But anyway, I I had I had famous my famous shot. for being the trampoline racist in community. <laughs> tra- that's where we got started oh, with yeah. it. Is the trampoline that's what I know him community. from. Um and uh I called my shot. I, I said I'm pretty sure his name's Matt Walsh. And Doge said, no. He was like, 100% no. Yeah, Doge was like, there's no universe or world in which that gentleman's name is Matt Walsh. And I said, Doge, I'm trying to be understanding as I always am and very calm, <laughs> cool, and collected. And, and, and I just don't see why you're coming at me like this. And Doge said, no, I'm, I'm the right one. Uh, but he wasn't. And that's really, what we're, right. that's really what we're celebrating here with my sort of hunkdom. Is my rightness. 
What's fun about that too is I feel like at least in scenarios that I'm usually a part of, like nobody's right. Like I think what stood about stood out about this of it being like hunky was that like you actually were 100 percent right. Yeah, like how it wasn't and like so close. confident in that. Yeah, it wasn't I've definitely like been really confident in a name and was really wrong for sure. I've been confident in like if, if someone I made was every alive. Of extra credit. Yeah, if someone's <laughs> alive but they're not, that happened on an episode. I think yeah. that was the prestige for us. Go listen to that. Find out who I didn't know was dead in real life. <laughs> hint, hint, <laughs> hint, hint. A lot of jump, stardust. magic, jump. Oh, okay. We went two different. We went two different directions. <laughs> Very different directions. That's okay though. I'm um, breaking my silence. I. That's it. That, you're, I, you're breaking it by saying, <laughs> I'm breaking my silence by letting you know that the silence has been broken. I understand that the words that I said caused a lot of harm to a lot of people. <laughs> um, this is something I didn't realize would have this kind of effect. Chet. So I'm just taking some Chet time Hanks? to. I'm listening. <laughs> um, I'm learning. I'm letting other voices be the loud voice on this podcast. Um, I'm going to excuse myself from the Matt Walsh conversation until I have time to understand what it really means to be Matt Walsh and to not be Matt Walsh. Um, this is almost verbatim Papa John whatever's <laughs> apology oh, no. for using racial except, slurs. Except his was a veiled threat. He's like, but don't worry. The pizza will be back. <laughs> also, also, his apology was essentially, I'm going to try really hard, as hard as I can, over the next period of time to stop using to the To not N-word. do a racial slur. Dude, oh that is… Oh my god, Papa John. <laughs> I mean, that is insane. Sorry. I love it. How did I we love, get here? I don't know. I don't know. I love it. I love it when this happens. Um, we are talking about a movie, though. It's the second uh, the second movie in our Picks Aren't series, whose full name is, of course, Picks Aren't Picks. Picks Aren't Six. Pick what six your Picks Aren't <laughs> Picks are. Six are? Six Picks are. <laughs> I think. <laughs> yes. It's something like that. It sure it. is. <laughs> you know, all I feel like all the best movies and TV shows and podcasts, they forget what their name is. That's how you know they've made it. <laughs> That's how you know they, they're good. Is when they're like, what is this again? What are we doing? Oh, it's just us. It's just us doing No, our we thing. know exactly what we're doing. We just, you know, <laughs> it's hard to nail down the name. But it is the second movie in our Picks Aren't series. Voted on by you, our audience, our lovely, lovely listeners. And uh, we want to we start that discussion right now. So we're going to go ahead and say that this movie is Despicable, Despicable Me. Me. Could you feel the ice skates slipping out from under me on that movie yeah. introduction? Yeah, I didn't know good. if you were going to land it, but you did. I sure did. It was a I mean, it's like those skateboarders out. when they land so hard their shoes fly off. Right. It's kind of <laughs> like the that. The board snaps in half in the middle. <laughs> yeah. It's a real Bam Margera moment for me. <laughs> Gosh. Hope it's the last one. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that guy. <laughs> Doge, would you please synopsify me, Captain? I genuinely thought you would never ask. That's not an exaggeration. I actually thought you weren't going to ask me this time. This week's synopsis on IMDb was written by Universal Pictures, a subject matter expert on Despicable Me. I'm sure they know what's up. In a happy suburban neighborhood, surrounded by white picket fences with flowering rose bushes, sits a black house with a dead lawn. 
Wow, they're really going for this. They're going hard for it. Unbeknownst to the neighbors, hidden beneath this house is a vast secret hideout. Surrounded by a small army of minions, we discover Gru, Steve Carell, planning the biggest heist in the history of the world. He is going to steal the moon. (laughs) Gru delights in all things wicked, armed with his arsenal of shrink rays, freeze rays, and battle-ready vehicles for land and air, he vanquishes all who stand in his way. Until the day he encounters the immense will of three little orphaned girls who look at him and see something that no one else has ever seen. A potential dad. The world's greatest villain has just met his greatest challenge. Three little girls named Margot, Miranda Cosgrove, Edith, Dana Geyer, and Agnes, Elsie Fisher. I feel like that was actually a pretty bad synopsis of this movie. Yeah, it's not really what the movie's about. It's not uh, really what the movie's about. First of all, it says his arsenal of shrink rays. He specifically doesn't have one of those. You know that this is what they wrote to movie theaters, and they're like, can you please put this giant cardboard yellow Tic Tac in your lobby? It's <laughs> yeah. about Gru. And like, he also is not a particularly successful villain overall. Like, they make it sound like he's like really good at his job. Yeah. But he can't even get a loan. Did he use, was he ever good at his job? I don't know. I don't think it's ever established yeah. if he's good or just prolific. Who knows, man? Did you guys see this when it came out? Yes. I did. In the theaters. Did you see it in 3D? I don't know. I don't remember I, it being in 3D. I don't remember it being in 3D, but I, I probably did. I definitely saw it. I, I was pretty sure I saw it in 3D. I'm pretty sure we were on vacation at the beach. And we were like, yeah, it this is, feels like that movie. It is too hot and dry out here. Let's go see Despicable Me inside a cool, damp theater. And I was pretty sure it was 3D, but then I remembered that it was for sure, for sure 3D when I saw all the minions playing with their tape measures and plungers and fishing poles during mm-hmm, the credits. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's talk about the minions. You brought them up. You brought them up. So let's talk about them. According to Wikipedia, The only thing of note about the writing process for this movie, every movie uh, has a section called writing that's about like what it was like to write this movie. There is two sentences under the writing subcategory on Wikipedia for Despicable Me. The language spoken by the Minions was invented by Pierre Coffin and Chris Renald, the directors of the film. The language is sometimes nicknamed Minionese. That's it. That's the only notable information about writing this whole movie, which is not just about the minions and their language that they speak. I know that I'm going to regret this. But the minions are my super pump for this movie. Do y'all think you know my opinion about this movie? No, I, have no I, idea I feel like I know y'all's. No, and I don't, I've don't, stayed, I don't know your opinion. I've stayed quiet. Jordan, I'll be joining you soon. Okay. This is a messy, messy movie. But boy, do I really like it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The minions, enough. the minions are also mine. Yes. Okay. Super pump. In I the w- way that you walk out of a 7-Eleven <laughs> and you say, you know what? I'm going to get a big gulp. Yeah. I got to. I know this is just the most basic thing and this people hardly even do this anymore. And the ones that do, I don't know how much I respect them. I don't really know that community. But I'm going to walk out of here with a big gulp because I want it and I enjoy it. Makes me feel bad 
but it makes me feel good. I I'm gonna I'm gonna get out ahead of this. The minions. Here's what here's here's where my love for the minions stops. The runtime of this movie is where my love for minions stops. I don't like minion uh merchandise. I don't like minion memes that moms share on Facebook to air out racially charged uh, <laughs> frustrations. Yikes. I don't not my mom. My mom's great. I'm not saying my mom does that. I'm just saying that some moms <laughs> probably do. No, I don't I don't care for like the minion subculture and like the minion love that formed around this movie. Sure, sure. But sure, sure, Indespicable sure, sure, sure. Me, the feature film, the minions rule. They are hilarious. Love the minions. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else to say. It's yeah. just like I feel the same way. From the from the moment that I saw them mimicking a water cooler. Yep. I was in. I was 22 years old when I saw this movie. <laughs> My country says I'm re- I can be responsible for a lot of things at 22. But boy, I felt like a you 10 can year buy old alcohol watching that. and also can, love minions at 22. I love minions. I can drive. I can buy alcohol. I'm so close to being able to have Rent cheaper insurance. Rent a car. No, dude. I I I fully I fully enjoy the minions. When they're every in their little scene. exercise class at the beginning. Yes, dude. Yes. Why not? It's so stupid. Why not? Despicable Me is so it it in its design feels like bits of like Hanna Barbera, bits yep. of like Shrek. There's a silly, lot of Shrek. Here. Silly things that I grew up on that I was just totally down. Bits that like the minions remind me of just dumb things I used to do with my friends. Still do of just being like just uh inventing a language and just going with it and just being silly. And I was, I'm down for that. I'm down for that. I think I had already had my fill. I think I had, uh, I think because of things like Ice Age, right? Yeah. So like the great Pixar movies happen. Wham, 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 wham. Like we just have all those. Then Shrek, how fun is that? Shrek gets to uh, have direct reference to pop culture. We'll talk more about Shrek later in this series, right? Stuff that Pixar wasn't doing as hard because Pixar made its own world and it made its own like full narrative story. Probably the best writing is over on the Pixar side. Right. Pixar starts doing these things that I'm just trying to figure it out. In 2010, there's enough animated movies that I, I'm starting to pick and choose, and I don't really care. I'm not invested unless that little lamp jumps across the screen at the beginning. <laughs> right. Like, I don't care if it fails. Like, I, I, I there is no, like, dis- it's no harder to disappoint. For you. Yeah. yeah. If it's not Pixar, it's harder to dis- disappoint me because I know what I'm walking into. I mean, I'll sometimes throw one that way if I if the movie starts with a kid fishing off a crescent moon, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. DreamWorks can hit me in the right spot, but, but not illumination. illumination. Yeah. So so this movie had no stakes. And when the Minions first came out, first of all, when the Minions first came out, they were the funniest thing in the Like I cried laughing in that movie theater. Second of all, now I, I, I wanted to hate the Minions when I hit play on this because I haven't watched this in forever and all the memes and stuff and the culture around the Minions drives me nuts. I wanted to hate them and I still laughed at them. So that speaks to their strength. Doge looks like he's about to cry. Oh, Doge, Doge. Doge has not Doge spoken is, for about five Doge minutes. Doge is so disappointed. One more point, though. <laughs> so here's the thing about the Minions. The Minions are undeniably one of the, not just in the animated movie series, they're one of the biggest 
cheap tricks, money grab, oh, big time. existing things in the world. Despicable Me is the first of our picks aren't six to actually show up on that list I shared last week of highest grossing. So Despicable right. Me in 2010 grossed a little over half a billion. But every single movie of this series is in that top 50 that I was mentioning. Uh, much less the, top, the rest of them are in the top 10. Despicable Me 2 made $970 million. Despicable Me 3 made $1 billion. The Minions movie made almost $1.2 billion. Jeez. The only animated movies outside of The Lion King that have made more money than The Minions is Frozen 2, Frozen, and Incredibles 2. Wow. In history. What? What? It's done to death. It's wild. But but in 2010, when it first existed, that's where I'm rating right now. Yeah, same. It's where I was in that theater. Loved it. Love these little guys. Doge, you have the floor. You guys want to yeah, pontificate about these good minions anymore? No, am I could am if I, you want me I don't to. Wanna, am I interrupting you guys? Am I stepping on any kind of <laughs> no, no. Oh, when you can go, come on in now. When they go to the store. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so cheap, dude. I love it. I love it. Like, like that stuff. Dead, bro. Give ba me more. banana. Am I right, dude? Doge is giving me yeah, the tension as of as I if think like Doge started this episode ready to dunk all over minions with us, and we just took his basketball and ran away with it. <laughs> You guys have no idea how close the minions were to being my super dump. Yes! <laughs> this is exactly what I was hoping for. No, this is good. This is so good. Oh, I, man. I'm not, Doge, I'm not disappointed, though. I'm not, I'm equally not surprised and not sure, disappointed. Sure, sure. Of minions, course, that's not for everybody. That's yeah, the like, minions are great. The minions are great in 2010. Yeah, yeah. I have such a hard time separating minions from minion culture. That's sure. okay. And sure. I've learned that and about myself. And it is a culture. And it's an incredibly distasteful culture to me. I think they're, I honestly think by about halfway through the movie, a third of the way through the movie, I'm like, okay, that's enough minions. <laughs> I think that's enough of these little guys. Yeah. Uh, and I, there's something to me that I just found so annoying this time watching it. <laughs> this is probably my third time to see this movie. I just found them to be unfathomably annoying. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And it's that's one of those things where it's like, this movie really feels like a kid's movie. And it definitely is. Right? right. I'm, not, I'm not trying to say that it's a kid's movie. Um, but it's despicable me for adults. <laughs> it feels a lot more like a kid's movie than uh, like some of the other movies, even in this series. And I don't even want to keep comparing it to Pixar because I think that's, a little apples to oranges. The month before this came out, Toy Story 3 came out, which to me is like, that's not even in the same league yeah, yeah, uh, of yeah, what yeah. this movie is. But I think even compared to other movies in this series, uh, this just feels kind of reductively childish. Yeah. And I think a lot of that is bullseyed around the minions, whom I, I completely hate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Toy Story 3, to that point, uh, Looking back at this list again, that Toy Story 3 was the first animated movie to break the billion-dollar mark. Mm. Uh, it did it in 2010, and then the closest one after that is 2013 with Frozen. So that wasn't happening. That was an anomaly, uh, even in a time when animated series were huge. And so, yeah, Despicable Me 
just to just to kind of hop along, you know, and just kind of catch some of the the animated hype crumbs <laughs> of the of the Despicable movie theater me, moments. Despicable Me is the movie version of the the AstraZeneca vaccine. That's like I'm turning in the assignment late. I'm getting a 65 on it, and I'm so proud of it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the minions are. Uh, your friends have that really cute kid that is a blast. You go over to their house, you hang out. Man, what a good time to be with that kid. But then you get to leave. Right. Exactly. When the minions came back, Illumination that's has the to parents. stay with the minions. That's the yeah. people living and caring for this child. And this child is always like, you're laughing while the kid is so close, yelling so close to someone's face that they can feel the saliva mist. Right. But you don't you don't get to feel that. <laughs> I mean, the minions are a brilliant marketing move. This is Illumination. They're oh, the yeah. animation division of Universal Pictures. This is their first animated feature. And they've done about a million different things with minions between shorts and Christmas specials and full-length movies about minions. Like some yep. marketing person at Universal was like, Oh, do you see these crazy little yellow guys? This is your retirement. Yep. This yeah. is everybody's money for the next 40 years. Yep. Yeah. You know, it wasn't until, I think, uh, the only times that something kind of cute, I feel like there's a top three of cute things taking over first the movie world and then just… Uh, Their own life, Just spending, yeah, how much money they're making. It feels like Minions. It feels like Baby Groot. Mm-hmm. And then Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Yeah. Yes. And to have those three, they very understandably are on this list together in, in whatever, you know, research I've done, which is nothing. But they're very much on this list together. But then they're very separate. The, the outlier is the minion. <laughs> because baby Groot and Yoda also get to have attached, like, really wonderful narratives and, like, mm-hmm, moments yeah. that you're growing up with uh, and fighting for and hoping for. And the minions are just these little bubbles that can't die. Uh, and are just like nonstop Furby-like kind of things that are just an unbelievably influential monster in the movie business. They're like how badly awful did Ewoks. Disney want Porgs to be. Huh. It did. Yeah, dude, I bet so. That feels like it. You know, technically, R two probably is one of the founders of. I think Ewoks yeah, are. I think Ewoks, Ewoks more than R two. Yeah, Ewoks. Ewoks, yes, more than. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's more blatant with Ewoks, but but yeah, getting into the story of Despicable Me. So that's my my super dump. That's is, mine too. Is boy, this is silly. Like this is just absolutely ridiculous. And I think it's fine if we have nothing to do with fostering kids. Like right. the fact, yeah. the fact that we had uh, something that could have been adjacent to like a legitimate worthwhile lesson, you know? Uh, I don't know. If it's going to be that silly, just go full silly. I was, I was like, just don't right. make it up. I don't know. I don't know. Right. No, the way I, we got to certain places, bit. and I'm not talking about things like shrinking the, that's, it's a cartoon. Like I I believe, I can believe anything in this world and that's totally fine. Sure. Uh, but yeah, the the story itself, uh, there's not. There doesn't feel like to be too much of a legitimate motivator here. Well, sure. I mean, Groot's whole Groot Gru's whole change <laughs> happens in a day. Like right. happens in one trip to the roller coaster land where where Kenneth from Thirty Rocks, the carnival barker, and also the dad at the pyramid at the beginning. Also the dad at the pyramid at the beginning. Yeah, it just 
I don't know. I think that this movie really could have been, like, if we take the bones of this, like, it, it could have been really good and really yeah. special. I think if it's a a realization of, like, uh, you know, if we make it a story about aging, where, where Gru used to be, like, the hotshot villain, and there's, like, wanted posters of him all over his house, and he's super proud of that and realizes he just can't compete— anymore and so he adopts these children and realizes like oh my next thing is to be a dad like i'm and not and he lets yeah. vector be the one to go steal like the yeah. big thing is like and he's like Vector's it doesn't turn. Yeah, it doesn't matter yeah. it's somebody else's yeah. turn to be young and innovative and cutting edge because yeah. my it's like universal said in their synopsis i read my greatest adventure is going to be a dad right yeah Man, it gets i don't really wanna, yeah i don't want to super pump and super dump before even shout announcements but i'm going to um my super dump is, it's very similar. I would specify that my super dump is that we have two different stories that could have been great and we did both. Um, yeah. It, it, it just feels like, Carter, like what you're saying, if, if, if we had this over-the-top villain versus villain showdown. Like spy versus spy almost. Yes. Yeah. If we did that, that's a different movie that's really fun. If we do this movie, you can about, still have the minions that way, right? You can have the minions either way. I think you can. No, yeah. you can't have them. In the if one you stop it, <laughs> they're not allowed. I think if you, I think if you have this movie be about Gru, an aging villain, realizing that his he's not good at it anymore because as he gets older, his heart gets softer, and now he wants to love somebody, namely these three little girls. Like that's a different movie that's also good. But trying to, to me, do that's both the one Pixar so would weird. make. Right. That's the one I feel like Pixar would make of like, hey, I tried to have all this. I tried to do all these crimes and I stole the Sphinx, but I, it just, I'm empty inside. So Vector, you can do that if you want. I promise it's not going to get you what you want. Yeah. Hey, mm -hmm. the pyramid painted like the skyline that's behind Vector's house funny. is so Oh my funny. gosh, that's so funny. Yeah, it's super funny. I, I think, um, yeah, it starts off honestly super interesting to see this kid and have the reveal like he falls into like a bounce house version of a pyramid. Yeah. It's yeah. really wild and it's stimulating and you're like, what on earth? Yeah. But then it does get really messy really quick. And I think too, Doge, you bring up a good point in a narrative of uh, what could have been and just a little bit, obviously some signs of what they chose to write for this movie of like the the old guy getting replaced and then having to deal with that. Oops, the very first animated movie is that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Oops. So don't. Like, I think there's some things you don't get to touch in reverence to something that the Oscars had to make it up. They had to make <laughs> yeah. up something. Yeah. If if the movie world and the collective mind and hearts of the movie business that's been around for quite a while says, wow, this is a Haley Comet kind of situation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then Then don't even touch it. Don't touch it. I, I, you can't do that. You can't do anything, uh, maybe not anything, but especially something like that. And then also not at least show some kind of like heart. Sure. In that same way. I don't well, know. and this was the year after Up too. So if we make a story about somebody who wanted to have all these great adventures <clears throat> yeah, and then realized people, being a family we, was the best adventure. It's like, oh, you just watched Up when it came out last year, huh? Weeping <laughs> in the first five to 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, it's tough. But- they don't care. Like, if if there happens to be someone who had something to do with writing Despicable Me or producing that, they do not give a care of how what people think about the narrative. And I think that shows. Um, 
Yeah. This this does I can't help but have the the like word money grab just big time in my head in my head the whole time. And you know what? That's fine. I rather have, you know, if I have kids someday, personally, I think I think there's a good chance they're gonna enjoy Despicable Me more than Ice Age. I think they're gonna have a lot more fun with that movie. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, certainly. Then some other iterations and Despicable Me can happen when they're two, three, maybe. Sure. I don't know. I, I I don't want to offend people that are like, no, violence or something like that. But it's like, <laughs> if you were watching Bugs Bunny or, or Wile E. Coyote or something when you were yeah, this is the same two or three that. years old, this is the exact same thing. This is Looney Tunes craziness here. Yeah. It's, but yeah, it's… I agree. It knows what it's doing. But its fault was that it it also initially tried to do something else. And then it was like, we failed here, but let's just lean into the stuff that people liked. So I think the disregard for um, what could have been is is what feels offensive sometimes with yeah. the series of Despicable Me. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Um, and, and I also agree, I, I don't think that those involved in making this movie, they're, they're, crying, they're crying all the way to the bank. Uh, yeah, oh, at yeah, our for opinions sure. on this particular story. It feels like we, they added the it feels like they added the little girls as something for parents to watch while their kids laughed at and imitated and wanted to be minions. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Because like that sort of like emotional heart of the story just falls completely flat to me. Yeah. yeah. I had um I had said something about a bank and I was really setting us up to go to shout announcements. And Say it again. Say it again. I mean you 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 stepped all. I mean, top to say bottom. it again. I mean, at most comedy shows, if the, a joke gets a good laugh, they'll say it twice. Yeah, <laughs> and you know they're going all the way to the bank with it, much like with, we, the, with their money all the way to <laughs> all and the way. We, we'd like to go to the bank too, and so there's going to be ads here, but also shout announcements now. You're listening to short announcements. It's shout announcements, but mm, super short. Wow. We don't have a lot that we want to tell you about this week, but specifically, I'd love to tell you about Patreon. Um, We're on it. We're all over Patreon. Mm -hmm. If you like what you hear and you want some more, jump on over to Patreon, hop on that first tier, get access to bonus episodes and extra votes in all of our polls. Uh, It's a good place to be. But what I'm talking about specifically if you really want in the inner circle is that second tier mm. of Patreon, that Discord mm, secret tier. tier. For a little more <laughs> per month, a total of $5, you get all of the tier one benefits, but also you get exclusive access to our patron-only Discord server where we're having all kinds of discussions. We've been doing some top five, some movie discussions. I got to drop some Zelda knowledge Finally, this that week. was nice. That was you nice. You found your purpose. That is my area of expertise. I do love any chance I get to talk about it. It's really fun. I'm really loving the Discord and the energy in the community. It's great. Same. Yeah. Same. Um, so jump on in. Come on over. You'll love it. Jump on in. E- either of those tiers also give you bonus episodes. And uh, if you haven't joined yet and want to hear us talk about what the Oscar winner, how we feel about which mm-hmm. movie will win Best Picture. That's going to be a Patreon episode pretty soon after those Oscars uh, happen, <laughs> of course. Sure, we can't just sure, shoot our sure. shot. But that is something that we've done every year. And so this will be our, th- is this our third one to, to talk about the Oscar winner? I believe Third best be. picture. Yeah. Our third best picture. Third Second best one on Patreon. Third. 
second one on Patreon. Back in so, the Green Book years, that was the main feed episode. <laughs> oh, Green yeah. Book. That's right. Uh, so if you have Patreon, thank you. Uh, if you've moved up a tier, thank you. If you're just listening, also thank you. If you're listening and not telling other people about it, Shame no on you. No thank you. Shame on you. Yeah. No thank you. One of the best things that you could do for us outside of rating and reviewing this show is just spreading the word. Uh, I can tell that that you have been because we get to have pretty detailed looks at our download statistics. And we're, we're in a good way right now. Uh, and I think that is balanced with the energy of uh, just the movie business starting to feel like it's getting its legs back here as – the old Rona gets maybe wrangled up a little bit. But tell your friends Wrangle about that us. Rona. Wrangle the Rona. Tell your friends. And we'll, we'll, we'll see you on the, on the other side. I present to you the following sentences. <laughs> Re- respect your parents. They passed school without Google. He's reading menu memes. He's I've reading hiding, menu memes. I've been hiding from exercise. I'm in the fitness protection program. I did so a push-up today. Well, actually, I fell down, but I had to use my arms to get back up. So, you know my name, not my story. You see my smile, not my pain. You notice my cuts, not my scars. You can read my lips, not my mind. Wait, you're telling me that that is attached to a picture of a minion? Ah, the face of the minion. If you're wow. listening that to makes my no voice, sense. if you're listening to my voice, you have have gotten the chance to witness me learn that two of my closest friends in the whole world love those, and they think they're <laughs> yep, great. That's no. what we said. No, Carter, that's, that's not what we, we said. Love minions. <laughs> <laughs> they wish I was a minion. No, man, you need to love yourself. Being a minion, you would hate yourself so much, <laughs> dude. I didn't even know about the meme culture. Like the the minion meme. This is all brand new to oh, me. Oh, it's a thing. So I'm starting to understand some of the bad tastes we got here. But uh, if I may, banana, you know? Oh, so. <laughs> For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I think it's time we talk about the cast of this movie because it's unreal. In doing so, may yeah, I super, super pump? pump? Go ahead. Yeah. It's Steve. Oh, Steve specifically. It's Steve Carell. Okay. Holy moly, Steve Carell does $50 a work with a 25-cent script. (laughs) I don't even know what that means. I just made that idiom up. But I'm going to start saying that. That is a a drastic difference in price. When somebody does a great job with a bad script. Steve Carell completely over-delivers. I just kind of undyingly love him in everything. But he's able to bring heart and emotion to a a pretty dull script. Hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think he he does a really good job with the emotion. Steve Carell's just fantastic all the time. Um, I think that's a, a very worthy super pump for sure. Um, I also normally uh-oh, love Jason Siegel, and I don't feel like <laughs> his voice fits at all. Nope. None. And I really like him. 
And it, it just doesn't fit to me here. So Why would it be like Michael Sarah or something? Yeah, It should have been Jack McBrayer. Oh, yeah. That would have been real fun. Jack Black. Jack Black even. Um, no, but the voice that I want to talk about is Julie Andrews. Yeah. How silly is how this? How did they get her for Julie? You know, she turned it down at first. Oh, did she? She had to be convinced. Yeah. How did they convince her? With Benjamins? Yeah. <laughs> Guaranteed. They were like, listen, we're taking out an advanced loan from our Minion Bank account. We know we're going to be swimming in Minion dough until we die. And then they- Will Arnett they was great too. It's just not enough of him though. Yeah. Did you hear? There is a legit, there's legitimate trivia out there that Will Arnett gained weight for this role. It totally sounds like a Will Arnett joke though. <laughs> yes. But that he gained weight th- for this role that he w- so that he would sound more obese. <laughs> I don't believe that for one second. It's one of the top trivia on IMDb. That is I don't believe that. Listeners, tell us, tell us if you can hear the quarantine weight gain over the past year. Do we sound chubbier than we were a year ago? <laughs> Right. Uh, another that pump was too for real. me. I didn't like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another pump for me, and actually a pretty big pump, is I l- I like the design of the characters in the world. I think what's fun about uh, something that three D animation had a really terrifying time with early was like humanoid characters. What? No, they looked so um, good in Ice Age. Doge loved them. They looked terrifying. But this one just went real heavy cartoon. Like, and they were just like, hey, this is just going to be a 3D animated cartoon character. I don't know how else to describe it. That's definitely a layman's terms two or thing, just a misuse Two things of it. about that. Number one, IMDb trivia boldly claims that Gru's silhouette is supposed to look like an emperor penguin because emperor penguins are the ones that care for their young. Nope. That's, that's a lie. To which, that's a lie. To which I say that's a load of bollocks. That's some J.K. Rowling that's, two decades later crap right there. honky. I will say the character designs are very great apart from one thing that I could not not notice. Yeah. Every character has 700 little tiny Tic Tacs. So many teeth. So and many it is teeth. freaky, dude. It is so I never freaky. <laughs> I never noticed so that. Oh my teeth. gosh, it's terrifying. What? Like, a re- like really a lot of teeth. And their teeth are tiny. <laughs> like, like smaller than my pinky fingernail. Stop. And you have such a small pinky fingernail. I have noticeably. That's so small. I am, I'm known for my dainty <laughs> pinkies. I'm just not seeing anybody smiling. Specifically, Vector has Vector has too many teeth. Grew has too many teeth. The bank guy, the pointy-haired boss from Dilbert, but not has too many teeth. Right, right. Look, I want to talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's lots of teeth. A bunch of teeth. Too many. Oh my goodness! (laughs) (laughs) I can't unsee it. Yeah, it's not. Oh my gosh. Whoa. Yeah, it's yeah. too much. It's pretty bad to look at, actually. <laughs> wow. Um, okay. I would, I think that uh, <gasps> I would like to. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Just Google imaging teeth for the rest of the episode. <laughs> wait, wait. This is the worst one. Look at the newscaster. Yes. It's ew, too many. Ew, 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 ew. Yeah. It looks like, <laughs> it looks it looks like, like a zipper. It looks like he's got pearl necklaces for dentures. <laughs> I count 40 teeth there, sir. <laughs> yeah. Which is more, which is more than the normal number? 
Oh, how definitely. Many, how many more. teeth is the regular number? There's like 26. No, that's alphabet. How many teeth <laughs> is there? Because <laughs> I always get those mixed up. Well, you talk about teeth or the alphabet? You mean letters as in teeth? I'm going to go brush like letters. My teeth. Ah, I'm going to say my alphabet. This on me. You know the teeth song we all grow up with? What was this teeth song? Get out of here. I'm looking that up. Keep going. The little girls are pretty adorable, actually, as far yeah, as… they're very cute. As far as throwaway cute you characters know the, in a, You know the, ba- the youngest one, uh, from whichever old lady, old lady name. Yeah, it's a girl from eighth grade. Yep. Yeah. Didn't know that until last night. And then Miranda Cosgrove is the, the <laughs> oldest one. Yeah. And then the middle one I've never heard of before, but she did find Or since. Fun. Or since. Yeah, certainly. Uh, Carter's still looking at teeth. He's he's having a hard time keeping no, up. No, no, no. Right, dude? So I found out there's 32. And the average adult has 32 adult teeth. But people also ask, there's somebody out there who's bothered. It says, why do I only have 28 teeth? <laughs> Because they got their wisdom teeth out. What are they worried about? <laughs> like, oh, I feel like everyone's staring at me. I only, I only have, have 28. I only have 30. <laughs> I can't munch very good. Can somebody help me? I don't have any wisdom teeth on my left side. You messed up, man. Hey, I love Pharrell Williams. I think he's a fantastic artist. I, I, I don't I'm ready care for the for butt. The, I don't care for the licensed soundtrack of this movie. Nah. Nothing nope. really fits. And it feels like they tried to do the Shrek thing where they're like, get it? It's songs you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah, also yeah. don't like the I'm having the bad, bad day. Something, something, something out of Oh, the lyrics way. are so bad. Yeah. It's it's like they asked, they were like, Pharrell, can you do like an original for this? And he was like, Yeah. Yeah, man. I guess. Sure. Sure. I got three minutes right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, Gru, is he sort of like bummed or. Okay. Yeah. I can What's the that. name of your movie again? Despicable Me. Perfect. Um, and then uh, I also, you know, we're not quite wrapping this discussion up, but Doge, you brought something up interesting in our uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier episode yesterday, which is the uh, frequent DreamWorks and honestly non Disney animated movie tendency to. Disney does it too, with- though. Disney definitely does it too. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, the non-Pixar tendency to end with an unearned, unjustified dance number to dance a pop montage. song. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't think it's a bad thing in a vacuum. I don't think ending a fun movie with a fun dance number is a bad thing. Uh, I think that's fine. But like, it does feel lazy when it comes kind of out of nowhere. Now, this, right. I wouldn't say, is fully out of nowhere. Let's discuss. Because I feel like for the tone of this movie, by and large, and ending with an actual dance from the girls, a minion stepping up and being like, let's turn this right up, doesn't feel that crazy. Yeah. I didn't like it, though. <laughs> sure, <laughs> like, yeah, I don't have I, I to like it. I didn't love it. But, you know. I thought I would share uh, one of my favorite Emerson uh, <laughs> poems. I know it's I know it's way out of place, but I thought I'd go ahead and share that. Yeah, I heard Pharrell just chat. rented a cabin on the shore of Walden Pond <clears throat> and just spent like a yeah. year there writing this beautiful verse. Somebody make sure there's no absinthe there. <laughs> <laughs> Steamrolling whatever I see, huh? Despicable me. Despicable me. <laughs> I'm having a bad, bad day. If you take it personal, that's okay. 
crap, guys, I don't think I want to do this. Any, I don't think I want to write. I just, I, it has to be done now. All right, fine. Uh, watch this. It's so fun to see, huh? Despicable Me. <laughs> huh. <laughs> it's like, he's like, do you guys want people to come to your movie? I'll put that in the song. Watch yeah. this. It's so fun to see. Huh. Huh. Despicable Me. I really in do theaters, like Pharrell. In theaters, June 2020. I really do like Pharrell. I respect him a lot. Uh, this is a this swing and a miss. Yeah, big time. Oh, yeah. Swing and a miss. Big time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Now, I know that we'll encounter other movies in our tenure as a podcast that end with a dance number that I probably don't have a problem with. Coco. Coco. Shrek even. Yeah. But that's kind of post-credits. Yeah. Um, I do seem to remember Alien. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the part the where it was… Number. It was weird too because they picked September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Gosh, and- I was going to say they picked Killer Queen. Oh, that's good too actually. Ooh, Killer Queen. I, I don't know why in my head the xenomorph just dancing to that beginning. The <laughs> it's just so good. I want an animated xenomorph movie. I just realized that. I don't. I do. Ooh. All right. Ooh. I think by who? Who animates it? Dude, I think a Pixar alien movie. Would be so interesting. Wait, 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 wait. You're just talking about aliens in general? No, 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 no. I'm talking about the xenomorph. You're being serious? I'm being dead serious. This feels like a thing that you said and then we're like, no, I'm going to double down. No. (laughs) I don't don't necessarily know that I actually want it to be Pixar themselves. (laughs) But I feel like something that looks like that works really well in the animated realm. And now that Disney owns it and they can take it different directions, why not? I mean, watch watch Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix. Sure. That's got some creepy 3D animation stuff. Yeah. Sure. I'm just saying, I feel like Haunting. it's an interesting medium for that kind of creature. I'm not saying it needs yep. to be a mainline alien series movie. I'm just saying, put it in stuff. You own it now. Yep. Sure. Yeah. Sounds great, man. Totally. <laughs> Let's put that on the fridge. And he can dance. (laughs) Or she. Or she. Probably she. Probably. She no more. Can we talk about something else? I'd like to know. Yeah, Doge, I'd want to know, who are your top, because I know you know all their names. Give me your top three favorite minions minions from this movie. Stuart. Bob. (laughs) um, Kevin. I don't know any other names besides those. That's it. Jerry is Jemaine Clement from Flight of the Concords. That is so no funny. Way. That's really funny. <laughs> I love, like, they're so... It's just like the Marx Brothers at, like, one and a half speed. Like, they're, like... <laughs> right, <laughs> right. When, when the minion's on the computer just making his resume, like, instantly, and he's, like, taking recommendations from people... Like, I think that's so funny. They're just having moments where they're not even really speaking anything, even though someone wants to claim it's an actual language. Like, they're, dude, they are doubling down on that hard. They're like, every single word that? that the minions say in this movie has a real, we, we wrote lines for them and made a new word for every word they say. Shades of Tolkien in you this did Illumination not, 2010 movie. You did not movie. do that. You didn't do that. You clearly did not do that. Yeah. <laughs> you just handed somebody a microphone and they were like, Big bye bye. Like great, yeah. <laughs> sounds good. Yeah, that's basically Spanish. 
Yeah. Oh, 100%. I did laugh when they were photocopying that one Minions butt. They just kept saying butt over and over again. (laughs) Yeah, that was funny. I laughed at that. I know you love them. (laughs) You love them. Here's the thing. I think, uh, honestly, we ultimately come down on the same, we land on the same place with Minions. I just can't separate. I have such a hard time separating them from how much I hate them as a, a marketing IP. Yeah. I can't set that down long enough to like them in this movie. Yeah. Guys, I'm really worried. I'm really worried that the alien thing I said earlier wasn't clear that, like, I'm worried that that's going to, like, stick with me based on the tone You have of a that chance moment. to clear it, it up might, if you want, but you I might wanna, be digging deeper. I want to be clear. That that was absolutely a double down joke in response to the lack of laughter when I originally made the joke. So it is an actual joke. God, so yes. It, so I'm glad down. you. Okay. No, I'm glad. Good. I'm glad you said this because I was just like, what? You know when you know when I you're started on- to get panicky that somebody was gonna reach out and be like, I want that too, and I was gonna have to be like, I was kidding, and nobody you know, was with me on the. You know joke. when you're on like a transcontinental flight. And your pilot's like, hey, guys, watch this. And like starts to dip the plane nose first into the ocean. No. And then he's like, he's like, oh, nobody laughed. Better dip it down harder. And then comes back later, right before you're about to hit the water and goes, I was just kidding about that, about torpedoing our stuff. (laughs) Well, I originally said it and the reaction was like, that sounds crazy. And then I was like, well, now I got to dig into this. And then, and then you called me on it, and you were like, "It sounds like you're just doubling down." And then I had to triple down and be like, "No, triple, it's real." Sure. But then still nobody laughed. And then I was just like, "Let's let it go. It's not funny." And then I was so concerned that there was somebody out there that was like, "Yes, I found my people," and that they were going to reach out no. to me. So I just wanted I'm to, very glad you. I just wanted this to clear because- the air. I don't want an animated xenomorph Oof. movie. Thank you. By Pixar. Oh, no. no, I'm just kidding. Stop. Here it comes. <laughs> No, it's a, it's a silly. I was doing a silly. Stop. Uh, hot take before we rate this movie. I think Gru's the least interesting character. Maybe that's not a hot take. I really thought the scene with him and the girls when he writes them the book was actually genuinely sweet. Like, worked really the well. The unicorn? Yeah. yeah. That was I thought it was really that sweet. Was sweet. And I agree that Steve Carell did a really good job with Gru. Yeah. But I think if the times when Gru is alone… It's, a no, it's nothing. We don't know. Yeah. This movie Dude. has told us that it's all about the goofy. Yeah, well, because Gru has no inner conflict. Like, yeah. we don't know yeah, yeah, really yeah. what he wants other than to be a good villain. But, like, there's no, I don't know, there's not really any development that's trackable. So, when he's by himself not reacting to things, it's just, it's not interesting. Can we talk yeah. about the scene at the beginning of this movie where the middle girl? is like, I found some mud and the lady that owns the orphanage is like, and that's why you're never going to get adopted. Oh my God. <laughs> oh yeah, she's, <clears throat> she's awful. The, uh, we need to talk about the, what was it? The box of shame? Oh yeah. Yeah, that's rough. Who, what? That's rough. They, what? Uh, the, the orphanage lady is Kristen Wiig. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's a double despicker. Yeah, she comes back she's in also the, the love one. interest in Despicable Me too. Ah. That one I have only seen one time and did not care for it. I think I saw it in theaters. I definitely saw it in theaters. I think I did too. And then I think there's a third one, and I definitely, I've never seen that one. There is. There's three of them. He's got a brother in that one. Oh. Yeah. But it looks just like him, but with hair, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. Ew. Classic. Don't Despicable. you love it? I don't like that. Hey, watch this. It'll be fun to see. Huh? 
Despicable, Despicable Me. me. <laughs> Let's Three. rate this movie. I like to imagine he just went up to people and said that line and then incorporated their authentic (laughs) authentic confusion into the lyrics. Hey, watch this. It'll be fun to see. Huh? Uh, Despicable me. me. (laughs) We're going to rate this movie using sign. Did you hear that noise that came out of my throat? That was your throat? (laughs) Big squeak. We are going to rate this movie though. Using science, the scientific cinema scale to be precise. It's perfect and as follows. The best thing we could ever say about a movie is own it, don't lend it. Buy that poster. The next best thing is buy it. That's followed by rent it. Then stream it. After that is forget it. And last but certainly least, the worst thing we could ever say about a movie. God hath forsaken us. I'm streaming this. It's fun. I laughed. I'm good though. I saw it. You know. Put it back in the box and watch it one more again in like ten years. One more again. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna break the rules a little bit or adapt them. That's what's so interesting about this scale that we've created. You know, it, it goes right along with us saying, you know, love what you love. Uh, <clears throat> I'm only going to rate this movie as if Despicable Me is all that ever existed. As if there wasn't uh, a culture built around these characters, these little these little pea stained tic tacs. <laughs> like if there wasn't like all this I other it. I hate stuff it when buy, that happened. When I buy tic tacs and somebody's tinkled. Don't you hate somebody's that? Somebody's tinkled uh, on them. Man, I'm, I'm gonna rent this movie, uh, and it's 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 just this window of my life in 2010 that I went in, didn't expect anything, laughed way harder than I thought I would right. laugh. And ultimately had fun and left the theater. However long that, you know, two and a half hours was. It, is it was a rent then and it's a rent now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they have, if, if, they, if they tried to like legitimately have a defined universe and anyone took that seriously, maybe I would have those other movies affect my view of this one singular sure. movie. But uniquely that universe is hard to avoid <laughs> because they did make one, but it had nothing to do with what was in the screen. It had to do with what was on the shelves sure, and sure. all that kind of stuff. But it's a rent for me. I'm going to stream this movie under one very specific set of circumstances. I am babysitting. <laughs> and I need a distraction so I can just chill for like a freaking second. <laughs> just get my, I just want, just, I just want to hear my own brain just for a moment. This is a great distraction babysitting movie. I don't have children. I'm not a parent. So maybe that's the worst thing I could say about a precious young human life, allowing it to be shaped by these bright colors moving on a screen. Check with me, I guess, in like 20 years when my, when my children, should they exist, are like, Dad, you didn't love us enough to not make us watch Despicable Me as a babysitter. Uh-huh. But. In in twenty years, when your kids are like, I'm 25, and you didn't know about me, and I <gasps> I'm coming to your door, <laughs> a secret child, secret child. Uh, you know what's great though is uh, I think next week we kick it up a notch. Mm, we sure do. It's gonna be big. I think we do. It's gonna be big. It's gonna be, it's gonna be hero. What's that Paul Walker line you always say? Oh, that's Jordan's line. Yeah. What is it? Oh, what is it? Oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Same except inflection. It's like, except that it's was like, good. It's dead on. Except it's like, ah, uh, here we hero. <laughs> here we go. Hero go. Uh, That's better. Ah, uh, here we hero go. Big Hero 6. Yeah. If you haven't picked up on it yet. Yeah. 
is uh, our next movie. Boy, I love this one. It's great. I'm having to put on. Yeah, I'm gonna have to put on different, different, uh, different gogs. Well, different gogs, different pants. I you would know, say leave like, leave all the that extra stuff on, for just for the rest of this series. Okay, I think that's worth comparing. That's the point, I guess, with a series. It's fair. It's fair. Listen to end. Today's episode, I'd like for each of us to say our name and uh, what the storyline of the Xenomorph animated movie would be. For Two Chunks and a Hunk, I'm Jordan, and I think the Xenomorph has been forced to do chores by her evil step-Xenomorph. Oh my goodness. But little do they know that our Xenomorph is actually a princess waiting to be discovered by the handsome prince a cat, but not one that talks or is like a person. It's just a regular cat. The flurkin? Nope. Nope. Yeah, no, because that would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't want that. That's why we keep talking about this xenomorph movie. <laughs> that everybody's going to love. I'm Doge. And the animated xenomorph movie goes a little something like this. A little boy... Uh, is at recess. And he tells all his friends a big lie about how his dad works at Pixar and he heard they're making a Xenomorph movie. <laughs> and then he goes to class after recess and he falls asleep. And in his dream, he's in the Xenomorph movie and the Xenomorph eats him. And right before he's digested, the little mouth inside the Xenomorph's big mouth says, and this is why you shouldn't tell lies. And he wakes up and apologizes to all his friends after school and says, my dad doesn't work at Pixar. This movie's not real. I'm sorry that I lied about it. That is a heavily, like, <laughs> German fairy tale style story. <laughs> well, to keep with this rated R theme, I'm Carter. And um, it's, it's actually kind of simple. Well, first of all, good luck, Disney. Good luck getting Sigourney Weaver to do anything. Uh, JK, JK. She does everything for you guys. Uh, it's literally a frame for frame homage to the original, mm. but it's just Pixar animated. We're going to have everything mm. is the exact. Except Ripley same. is chasing and hunting the xenomorph in this one. It's a bunch of aliens on a spaceship. <laughs> yeah. And it's just so But just to make sure that you remember it's a Pixar movie. Um, one of the evolutions of the xenomorph. So not the face hugger. We can't take that away. That's iconic. Mm -hmm. But the next one, the one that we barely see up in mm -hmm. the vent, yeah, is one of the aliens from Toy Story. Wow. Oh, cool, perfect. Yeah, then the Stromo. <laughs> you have been chosen, and then just like eats their face. <laughs> then the Stromo. It's pretty game good. over, man. <laughs> <laughs> For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.